0: This one hurts. Losing Miles Goodwin from April Wine passed away at the age of 75. Joining us on the program is a regular contributor. We love having him on, Eric Alper, freelance music publicist and Sirius, Sirius XM host. Uh, well, Eric, let's uh, let's talk about Miles, who you uh, you were very close to. Obviously, uh, your uh, your feelings on everything today.
1: Um wow it it wasn't a shock but it still hurts nonetheless and every you know what's wild about this is you know when you and i talk after somebody passes away yeah and we kind of pay tribute to them on the station um it's kind of interesting to see worldwide what that person means to the rest of the media world or fans around the world. I can't tell you how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Facebook posts I've seen since yesterday when I announced that unfortunately he passed away around noon, how many people saw April Wine in high school when they were playing the cafeteria? And it reminded me Back in the 70s, when you were a rock and roll band, the only way to get your music out to the people was not through TikTok and not through MTV or much music. It was to play every single bar and venue and high school in the area. And that's how Rush got their start and Triumph and the Guess Who and BTO. And it's how April Wine was able to crack through the market, not only competing with all of those bands, but. Once they kind of hit America, competing against the Who and the Stones and Led Zeppelin, and selling 10 million copies around the world, it's it's pretty wild to see all of the tributes that are coming in because it's just it's lovely.
0: It's tough losing Miles at age 75, but but you know what, Eric, and you you, you just hit the nail on the head here because I'm going to high school in the 70s, Harry and Lee Compass at high school in Evans, and I remember on a Friday night, I believe we went to see them perform at the Kinsman Field House, which was <laughs> it was you know it's one of those places where you know when you go back you just seem to remember everything for that brief moment when would
1: buy
0: oh, yeah. you a bottle of water right now. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah. To me, it, it, it's sad, but it, it it isn't. What a legacy left by Miles Goodwin and the entire group. And uh, to me, I've got nothing but great positive memories from listening to the group for a long, long time and uh, also having that rare opportunity to see them in a dumpy little venue like that, which <laughs> will, uh, will just stick with me forever. But now, yeah. let, talk about your connection to him as well, will you?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I, not only was I a fan of April Wine uh, since I was a kid, but um, I ended up doing his PR and working with him um, just after he released his memoir called Just Between You and Me back in 2016. And then um, he when he decided... In the last couple of years, to calm things down a little bit, after he, the band was inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame, and after, uh, but before that, that they got into the Walk of Fame, uh, only a couple of months ago, um, Miles was inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame, and that not, that l- 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 kind of lifetime achievement on the songwriter side um, was so important to him because he knew that through all of the really ugly hairstyles and fashion of the 1970s, Um, it was the songs that held up and he wrote those songs in complete isolation away from everybody else only to have you know Sign of the Gypsy Queen and Roller being sent back to him by 40,000 people that was the stuff that meant the most to him and so I started working with him when he decided that he was going to leave Montreal and and go back home to the east coast and that's where he released a couple of albums called Miles Goodwin and the Friend of the Blues, Volume 1 and 2. Volume 1 got the Juno nomination for Blues Album of the Year, but both volumes won the Best Blues Album for East Coast Music Awards. But he wanted to be close to his family, and he wanted to be close to his friends. And I think he wanted to just have that down-home vibe of not the city because he'd been through that. So when he announced his retirement from April Wine, um, who was still touring, they were still doing like 7 to 10 dates a month um, up until last... Last December, um, he just want, he didn't want to live out of a suitcase anymore right. and so um, it it became mostly him just kind of concentrating on blues music and the more kind of chill out music of 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 where his mind was at, knowing that he needed to get off of the rock and roll lifestyle a little bit
0: it's amazing really when you think about it over ten million recordings worldwide it's it's, it's astounding the, the the group the group certainly made their mark.
1: Yeah and and when would that we will probably never see the likes again I mean you know when you think that the whole world's gone crazy. Album was the first yeah. Canadian album to sell over a hundred thousand copies. I mean, Drake is doing that every day. Yeah. Um, the the fact that they had to do this by visiting every radio station with the help of a brand new concept of Canadian content rules on the radio. Um, you know, Cancon probably helped out April Wine, and April Wine gave more credibility to Cancon than I, I think a lot of other bands will, might take credit for. But um, yeah, what what a lot but it's 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 so you know I've been watching Spotify and YouTube numbers mm-hmm. every hour or so i mean they they're still getting a million streams every single month and it's new people it's new teenagers that are that heard roller in the brand new series on Netflix like it's it's incredible how these things move and shift as you and i talk where when we would have found out that Miles passed away, all these people would have had to go, A, and find a record store, and B, yeah. hope that they have a copy of Greatest Hits. Now it's like it's on demand. It's right there for you. So we're seeing so much love and attention around the world to him. It, it, it would have made him so happy to see.
0: Hey, can we talk about a couple other music tidbits here? Uh, yeah. Chad Allen passed away as well. Yeah. And, and here's another guy who formed his first band in Winnipeg in high school and then found his way as one of the co-founders of the guess who and bto passed away at the age of 80. there's another one i just don't want to let that one go because there's another guy uh, there's another group or two that i watched as a young guy as well so uh, i just wanted to tip my cap to chad as well
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, what a what an instigator of two of the greatest bands that we'll ever see in this country as well. You know, without him, you don't have The Guess Who and then you don't have the formation of BTO and Brave Belt and and, and also when when he left the music industry, he ended up kind of singing songs to adult bake centers and hospitals on like three or four times a week. Wow. So he was still performing music albeit at a smaller crowd but certainly no worthy of his time, energy, and effort.
0: And finally, and this is not a Canadian group, it's called KISS, another group that I saw at the, <laughs> uh, the Fieldhouse as well back in the 70s, wrapping up their long run. How many, how many uh, runs was it where they said this is going to be it? I think this one might be.
1: Yeah, this is going to absolutely be it, unless unless they actually show up in their kiss coffins on stage. You want to never say yeah. never, yeah. But my guess is, yeah, this is going to be the last time. It is unfortunate because they had to cancel a couple of shows in Toronto and Ottawa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now though they announced the fact that they've got avatars, so you're going to be able to see them and hear them play and record music in the virtual world rather than the physical world. I gotta tell
0: you, and it's uh, I'm try- I think. I cannot remember who the band was. Uh, This was in Vegas, maybe around 12 years ago. And I'm in the casino and the band, it might've been Def Leppard, I think, were performing there. And we were standing in the lobby and two members of the band, I can't remember even who they were, just happened to be standing uh, around in the lobby and a few people had recognized them, but they were standing next to this slot machine that was a Kiss slot machine. (laughs) And the two of them started laughing and go, man, that Gene knows how to market. It's a great story. I just, I I loved it.
1: I love it. And, and you know, I, I, I've I, seen pictures of Elton John with his pinball machine in yeah. the 1970s, and that was state-of-the-art. Um, now you have to have your own slot machine in your own name. But, yes, uh, I, I think Gene estimated, I think it was 65. Five hundred products that he's licensed wow. Kiss to. I mean, everything from Kiss diapers to Kip coffins. So he would say, from birth to death, Kiss has you covered. Yeah. <laughs> the other
0: thing too about Kiss, they 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 made they, they made their mark, and, and to have the shows at MSG the way they did, it's unfortunately yeah. the two Canadian ones uh, got canceled because Paul Stanley was feeling a little off. But you you knew they had to be ready for those two uh, New York City concerts.
1: Yeah. You know, when that happens, you uh, the amount of chemicals that must have been in his IV to kickstart his body up again to make sure that they don't miss those two dates. um, I mean, that's the stuff that that science can offer. Um, But, yeah, I think that this is this is going to be it. You know, we'll still hear from the band. I mean, Gene Simmons does not. Not like a microphone, so he will still yeah. be around. Um, but I think that yeah, this is going to be it for the band. There's going to be no, you know, like share, you know, nineteen, twenty different reunions. I think right. this is it.
0: Well, the other thing too, uh, Gene was almost sobbing at the end, at MSG. So in fact, so much his makeup was running. That's <laughs> uh, that's how crazy it was. Hey, listen, thanks for your time, and uh, obviously our our thoughts are with you as well because you knew. Uh, he, yeah, you, you know, you uh, you certainly knew Miles very well, so we appreciate you coming on with us so quickly this afternoon. Always, okay?
1: always happy to talk music with you. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thanks, Eric. Talk to you later. There you go. Eric Alper, freelance music publicist, Sirius XM host. Yeah, I was uh, very close to the band, so uh, we thought we'd better get him on today, and we appreciate him. The music will live forever for all of those guys, that's for sure.